Welcome to the Wild Strategy Podcast. My name is Jessa Lewis. I'm a social media expert, lightworker, and business amplifier, and my company centers around elevating others. Here's a little bit of my background. For over a decade, I dimmed my own power to self-protect from past traumas. Now it's my mission to help others shine like I learned how to, and also show them how to amplify their soul-led messages to the world. I believe we're at a point in history where soulpreneurs like us, everywhere, are realizing just how much of an impact we can make together, and I'm dedicated to helping facilitate this. From showing you how to maximize the reach of your conscious business, to strategizing intuitively, to looking at alternative practices with mindset and spirituality, I'll be unpacking my knowledge and bringing on a host of amazing guest experts to share their potent modalities as well. So let's jump in. Hey, hey, gorgeous, gorgeous souls. I wanted to come to you today and speak about self-care during times of stress. And particularly at the moment with everything that's going on in the world, with the world really igniting over Black Lives Matter, over what happened to George Floyd and so many others, and how we're managing our mental health, how we're managing our anxiety, how we're managing um, how our bodies are actually reacting to this, Um, you know, both as women and men black and white, people of color as well. And coming from, you know, a white woman who hasn't had to deal with the stresses of racism and somebody that is in a position of privilege and where I, you know, my grief and my outrage and my horror and my disgust and my anxiety over what is happening comes from a place of privilege as well. Because obviously, like, you know, if, if you follow along with me, you do know that I deal with daily anxiety, or at least like I manage my daily anxiety very well now. Um, but the sort of anxiety around this issue is something that people of color or black people have had to contend with their whole lives. So I'm definitely coming at this from my incredibly narrow point of view and just speaking to what I know and my experience and what small amount of benefit that I can share to help people actually manage the stresses on their body that's coming up as a result of this. And in general, obviously, we've gone through um, stresses with respect to isolation and with respect to everything happening with the virus earlier in the year with bushfires in general, our bodies go through all different types of stresses year on, year out. And just like how trauma in the body, whether it's, you know, one person's perception of small trauma versus another person's perception of large trauma, it still affects the body. You know, trauma is trauma and stress is stress. And you have a physical reaction to that. And I did post on my Instagram stories yesterday about the physical responses of racism in people's bodies that um, was from an IGTV episode that I shared from somebody else's feed, which was quite remarkable, just showing how it increases the risk of different diseases in the body. It um, increases all sorts of um, different health factors, which is horrible and horrifying. So in our bodies, one thing you might be experiencing is a change to your menstrual cycle if you're a woman. 
So during the bushfires, for example, um, a lot of women had their, uh, a lot of women that were, uh, felt emotionally connected to that. Um, my brother was fighting in the fires. Uh, thankfully, uh, the rest of our homes were all safe. Um, but just really feeling as a nation what was happening there. A lot of women I know had their cycles thrown out of whack. And personally, when I did start my menstruation phase of my new cycle, it was incredibly more intense than what it usually was. And that's because our different hormones get affected by stress. And our hormones play a factor in how our cycle goes and how we're affected by different symptoms as well. I was talking um, or on a live stream of one of my favorite mentors, Monica Yates, last night. And she was talking about how it might be a good idea to avoid really high impact exercise at the moment and just be a bit kinder to our bodies because of the amount of stress that everyone's experiencing. And certainly um, I found that whilst I'm in my inner autumn, so I'm in the last phase of my cycle before a new cycle begins, I have very much been feeling as though I'm in my inner winter in the menstruation phase of my new cycle, even though it's not due until the weekend. Um, I'm recording this right now on a Thursday or a Wednesday, a Wednesday. <laughs> and so, yeah, I've just been feeling completely lackluster in terms of my energy. I've been sleeping a lot more. I've been feeling a lot um, more bloated. Um, I've been feeling a lot more um, sensitive. Uh, and obviously you get sensitive when you're going through PMS, but I'm talking about the sort of sensitivity and the desire for hibernation that I get in the first stage of my cycle when I'm actually on my bleed. And, you know, that's, that's very much because of um, how cortisol is going through the body. So it's really important um, at, this, at this time and all times to notice what's going on in your body and not assume that you're going to be following the manual and following the blueprint of how um, the standard is. Because in times of stress, sometimes your body throws the manual out the window and you need to get intuitive about what's happening and actually allow for that and accommodate for that and then um, make adjustments to your plans and to what self-care you have in mind. So rather than piling on a million things work-wise, which I, I normally try and resist doing, but I certainly do in the first half of my inner autumn, um, seems to just be my, be my instinctual nature that I, no matter how much I try and override it. Um, rather than doing that, I have just been allowing myself to take more space, to sit in silence and reflection more. I've obviously been doing education and, and learning and reading about what's happening with respect to um, racism, both in America and here in Australia. I ordered a copy of White Fragility to read and I'm going to continue my education once I've read that. I've started following um, some new women, um, an activist and anti-racist leader in particular, who I will link to in my um, in the show notes. And I've um, been vocal about my position and my, my sadness and my outrage over what's happening. And I, I'm going to continue to, to look to learn and lean into how I can actually help with the change that needs to happen. And I don't think um, staying silent is that doesn't feel in alignment for me. 
um, though obviously we all need to lean into what's in alignment and what's in resonance for each of us and that won't necessarily be the same as the person next to us. And even though we're coming up to the Sagittarius full moon, which sometimes sometimes lets us be a little bit in judgment of other people, a little bit um, so focused on what our truth is that we um, want, it sh want to shout it down as everybody's truth, and also wanting to rail for justice. I think like it's a really interesting combination of different things that the Sagittarius full moon brings us, which aligns with what's going on at the moment. And some of it I think is going to be um, really helpful, uh, particularly the justice side of things, that, that yearning for justice that the Sagittarius full moon um, is known for. Um, but in terms of um, sitting a little bit in judgment and, and wanting to get um, to almost shout um, truth from ego, can sometimes be detrimental when um, everyone's trying to speak on a sensitive issue and people aren't necessarily going to word things um, or come at things from the exact same angle as what you do. So if somebody, you know, isn't necessarily posting on all their platforms, um, you know, the, the same day as you, that doesn't mean that they aren't planning to say something or that doesn't mean that they aren't like on the front lines and actually showing up in person and doing something. So unless we know, we, we don't know. Um, and that's my, that's my position on that. So how can we actually do some really beautiful things for ourselves right now that are going to handle the stresses in our body and the ways in which we're reacting to things aside from, um, listening to our bodies and, and making adjustments with the amount of work we pile on or the type of exercise that we're doing. So with women, we hold... We hold um, a lot of our energy in our womb space. And so cacao at the moment is going to be quite nurturing um, because cacao actually works with the womb, which is something that I learned from an old mentor of mine um, who's now passed away. Um, yeah, really, really incredible guy in the fitness industry and the health industry, uh, Charles Poliquin. So cacao is something that I always lean into around the first stage of my cycle. And certainly now where I'm feeling like I'm holding a lot of anger and a lot of grief in my womb space, I'm going to be leaning into cacao. I'm also going to be doing some really beautiful ritual baths. So choosing some uplifting essential oils, some calming and balancing essential oils. Um, rose is the essential oil of love, for example. And then having some really nurturing baths with my essential oils and with my crystals. I'm also going to be tapping a lot into my spirituality at the moment, both for, and my higher guidance, both for direction on what to say and direction on what steps I can take that will be forward moving and impacting. But also because with moving into the Sagittarius full moon, we do get, um, we do get a high degree of access to our spirituality and to our higher guidance. So it's the zodiac of spirituality as well. Spirituality, travel, 
adventure, justice, truth. So we can't travel at the moment. We can't adventure. We can choose to astral project. We can choose to meditate and do visualizations that take us out of our bodies and that go deep into nature. Uh, it's a zodiac of um, nature as well. And we can go and sit in nature, either in our bodies if we're able or in our minds, and seek higher guidance and direction. Tap into what our guides want us to do or, you know, are going to encourage us to do in our lives and our businesses. We can also send our energy out to our brothers and sisters that are dealing with things that are <sighs> so incredibly, incredibly daunting. Um, and we can also sit in gratitude that a lot of us are having the bubble wrap peeled away, the wool removed from our eyes, and we're able to move away from complacency and inaction and our um, our bubbles and make a difference instead and see what's always been going on, um, but perhaps what we have chosen to be blind to in the past. So I'm going to be doing some different oracle card pulls and um, probably pulling out my tarot deck a little bit more around this time and and just sitting into that, feeling into that, and um, bringing that to you, to you guys, um, whenever it feels aligned and appropriate. And I hope, whatever you choose to do at this time, that you do make sure that you're keeping your mental health and your wellness in check while you choose to make a difference, while you choose to take a stand, however that looks for you. And I'm just sending you guys so much love at the moment and I will catch you in another episode and I hope you have a beautiful and expansive day. Bye guys.